The following program is produced by Sage Advertising and Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. I'm very pleased to be with you today. It's a nice midweek day in the spring in northern Nevada. What could be better? The trees are blooming, the brush looks beautiful, and I'm ready to have a good time. It's also a great time when you're out and about and you're thinking about moving up to a better home, a bigger home. And we're talking about real estate today for people that are considering just that. Plus, we talk with people that are interested in investment homes as well. More and more people, it seems like, are deciding to rent instead of own, and it may have something to do with the challenges of buying a home in northern Nevada. We're going to find out today from the experts. With me in the studio today, three people are joining me. Michelle Hobart is with us. She's a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hi, Peter. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you here as well. You've been probably pretty busy yourself this spring. Yeah, actually it is. Our numbers are way up, Mm -hmm. and I think just the number of buyers that are in the marketplace have increased. I don't know that inventories have increased much. It still seems like it's a, you know, it's a battle out there, Mm -hmm. but um, it's exciting. There's... We're doing well. People would not want to buy homes if there wasn't a good demand and a good reason for it. Are you dealing more with primary residence buyers, investors? What does the market look like when you pick it up? I would say it's it's mostly primary, but still, I, I still do quite a few uh, investment property purchases. And this time of year, we start to see the second home market come back into mm-hmm. uh, full you know full light because people are getting ready for summer. Yes, we recently had two real estate professionals from Incline Village and then another gent from Truckee, California, and they're telling us that more and more people are looking at, uh, obviously, second homes in their area. But what I find it interesting is that Reno is so close to those two communities, Incline and Truckee, Reno is now being looked at as a second home market. So we'll talk more about that later in the show, and then maybe you can also give our listeners an idea of what they should be preparing if they want to get a mortgage to buy a home. Of course. Thank you. Also with us in the studio today, we have Daryl Carr. Daryl is the sales rep and manager at SunTech Solar Screening. Welcome to the show, Daryl. Well, thank you, Peter. It's just a great day today. We don't have any wind today. Uh, the mm-hmm. winds can be just above board to say. So yes, I'm in the solar screen business and the solar screen is a, a green product. It helps drive your summertime cooling bills down. It's an exterior screen that becomes your screen. It'll filter out pollen and dust, uh, shade your home, your furniture, flooring. The number one thing uh, that it does, it will help you uh, minimize your uh, AC cooling bills in the summertime. Yes, and uh, you were talking about sometimes we have very windy conditions and some communities have a lot of rain or a lot of ice. One thing about northern Nevada, we always have sun. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sun is always out, and it really does some uh, some damage when you don't control it, especially when it's coming through your big windows. I know a number of people that have that issue, they've even had to change out their carpets or mm-hmm. uh, furniture, move furniture around. And unfortunately, some people just can't use their living areas that they love because they have beautiful views here in northern Nevada. But 
they can only have, use them for certain hours of the day because it is so hot and that heat is coming this summer. We want to talk to you more later in the show about some of the things that you can suggest for people that are, again, dreading those high cooling bills. Thank you for being with us today, Daryl. Mm-hmm. Also with us in the studio today, Victoria Williams is visiting us from the capital city. She's a realtor at Cobalt Banker Select in Carson City. Welcome to our show, Victoria. Thank you for having me, Peter. I am the managing broker of our Carson City Cobalt Banker Select office. We have 10 offices in Nevada, so we can serve everyone's needs. Mm-hmm. We have a great economy right now in Carson City. I brought some statistics and information with regard to Carson City and the Carson Valley areas. Um We are having such good weather this year that it's just bringing people out. And all we need to do is get some more inventory so we Mm -hmm. have more homes to sell because Mm -hmm. we have a lot of interested buyers right now. You know, I bet a lot of people were a little bit hesitant, too, because of the drought that we've gone through over the past several years. And from the last time I checked, it looks like Lake Tahoe is going to be right near where it needs to be to give us a semi-normal season this summer all throughout, not only the Truckee Meadows and and Lake Tahoe, but in in the Carson Valley as well. And do you think that has maybe some some impact into people maybe being more optimistic about buying? I think so. I think it's a very good environment right now for buyers. We have um, people who want to buy primary residences, but we also have investors that Mm -hmm. are back in the market and looking Mm -hmm. for properties. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's great. Our company also offers a uh, 1031 exchange service, mm-hmm. and we have a website called 1031nevada.com if people are interested in looking into that. But, um, yes, we have, again, so many different recreational activities mm-hmm. and such diverse things for people to do in terms of employment mm-hmm. in Carson City that it's it's a big draw. Your office is really in a neat spot. It's right across the street from the state capitol, right? It is. We actually have a herd of deer that consistently <laughs> cross the street in the crosswalk, mind you, uh-huh. during rush hour morning and evening. So they go over to the capitol to eat, and then they come back at 5 when it's time to go to, back to bed. And do you think they're Republicans or Democrats? <laughs> I could say something, but I won't. <laughs> So, the, the, it's the political center of Nevada, it is. Carson City. So, I've always wanted wondered: Do politicos who maybe live in the southern end of the state, do they get second homes? <clears throat> do they buy homes in northern Nevada for the purposes of their work, or are they strictly just renting to, to do that for the most part? You know, usually when they come up from mm-hmm. the Las Vegas area, Clark County, mm-hmm. they just rent. However, our company has a number of property management offices, mm-hmm. and we do have one in Carson City that serves that need, too. Mm-hmm. We're enjoying our conversation <laughs> with Michelle Hulbert from Caliber Home Loans, Daryl Carr from Suntec Solar Screening, and Victoria Williams. She's the managing broker at Caldwell Banker Select in Carson City. Carson City seems to have grown a little bit over the course of the last several years or so. It seemed like when the thoroughfare was extended around Carson City, uh, unlike what a lot of people were fearing is that business would slow down and there would really be very little activity. I think it seems even better because it's so much faster to get to and from Carson City. It is. And actually, our redevelopment for Carson City has just come up with a project that they have just broken ground on. They're going to be uh, narrowing Carson 
Street mm-hmm. or Main Street or Highway 395 yeah. into a two-lane area. Uh-huh. They're going to extend the sidewalks out so that they're going to encourage more walking and more downtown activities. Yeah. They're tree-lining it. It's just planning to mm-hmm. be beautiful like downtown Denver, if you're yeah. familiar with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's going to be it's going to be lovely and uh the bypass has just actually helped the traffic situation mm-hmm. and we do have really good interest in property right now like I mm-hmm. said there's just low inventory. Do you think that with the increase in the sales let's say in Dayton and in Silver Springs does does that help your business environment in Carson because it's you know kind of the next biggest city in proximity to those areas? It is. Um, I think, you know, the Tesla effect does definitely affect the Dayton and Silver Springs areas. Not so much Carson, but Carson has its own economic yeah. booster, mm-hmm. so we don't really have a problem with that. Again, we just need need some more inventory. Yeah. So. I know I've seen it in my business. Uh, <clears throat> when I first started five, five years ago, there weren't young people buying solar screens because young people were not buying homes. Yeah, they've got to go together, don't they? Right, and my product is a disposable Mm -hmm. income. Mm -hmm. It's comfort. It's a a value like putting carpet in your house. You improve your home. But now, as of last year, I started seeing, and I'm talking millennium, millennials, you know, people 30s, 40s with kids are starting to put solar screens on their homes, and they're buying new homes. Before, there wasn't much of that going on. It was older people, retired had the had the the, the uh, disposable income to to purchase the product. So going back with what you ladies were talking about, I have seen an increase in my business. Plus in Carson City, in Dayton, in areas like that uh, around uh, around Reno, which I never had before. So that's an encouraging sign. So. We definitely have millennials who are in the market now. That's going to be our biggest purchasing group, and so it's it's a great thing for our area. We also, and I myself actually teach a pre-licensing class for our company, and we encourage people to get into the business. So we offer pre-licensing in Carson City and in the Reno office, and we also then take those agents who have passed the PSI state licensing test into a career development course for six weeks, which teaches them to be up and running when they actually get their licenses and are ready to start work. We all had to get a telephone and sit at a desk and figure it out, you know, with our broker's assistance when I started. But now um, this wonderful program is available. So it's, mm. a, it's yeah. a great thing. Very nice. It's, nice. it's good to see the younger generation getting interested in real estate because like all businesses, we depend on, on the new customers to keep the market cycling. It doesn't matter whether we're selling widgets or a restaurant or homes, you have to have create that interest. I, I think that especially, or perhaps because it's a political year, I think people ask themselves from a patriotic standpoint or from their economic standpoint where they are, and I still feel that people like the feeling of owning their own home. I'm actually owning a little piece of the rock, if you will. They and, absolutely do. Yeah. The American dream is alive and well still. Mm-hmm. Don't let people tell you it's not. <laughs> I believe it. I was at your some of your 4th of July events in the last several years, and I see a lot of great activity, a lot of young people, a very diverse community, and there's always good activity and action going on in Carson City. I love the area. I want to talk to you about that. 
plus the surrounding communities, Minden, Gardnerville, Dayton, and maybe some opportunities for our listeners to consider. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. We have more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this message. This is Candace Meyer. This is William Process. This is Diane Heaton, Realtor at REMAX Realty Affiliates. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is on the air. Thank you, Peter. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own? Or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? Well, first, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should? Like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put the proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started on the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. This is Patrick Allison, Realtor at Ferrari Lund. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he helps me get my message across to potential clients out there. Thank you, Peter. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, H-U-L-B-E-R-T dot com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. This is Donna McCutcheon, real estate investor with Washoe Property Investments. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla, he's important to me because he shares the real estate knowledge with his listeners to help all of us to be better informed. Street Smarts on the house. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to be tuning into our show today. Just like every week, we are talking with industry experts to help you make the right decisions, the best decisions when it comes to real estate transactions. It doesn't matter if it's to buy investment property or residential property. You need to have a great team Lenders, title escrow, inspectors, a roofer if you have to replace a roof. All of those things come to play when you're looking to pick the right investment property or primary residence. But when it comes to investment, well, there are certain guidelines and limitations that you have to consider. In fact, many banks won't loan on a property that needs work. So if you see a home that you want to buy, you want to use it as investment property, but it needs repair like a roof, you're going to have to find a way to pull the trigger without getting all the repairs done right away in some cases. And what does it take in those cases? It takes cash. It 
takes fast cash to close a transaction so that you can purchase the property, fix it up, and then refinance the property into the right kind of longer-term mortgage instrument. So where do you get that fast cash? We recommend that you talk to Dave Washburn at Socotra Capital. Dave is a hard money lender licensed in Nevada to help people pull the trigger quickly on investment property. Many times you can get the cash in just a number of days instead of waiting weeks or even more than a month. That will give you a lot of leverage and a lot of control when you're looking at those properties to consider purchasing. Want to find out more about investment property mortgages and short-term cash from a hard money lender? Call Dave Washburn. You can reach him in Nevada, 775-420-4990. And all of Dave Washburn's contact information is on our radio website, too. Today, I'm talking with three guests in the studio about my favorite subject, real estate and real estate for investors. Daryl Carr is with me. He is with SunTech Solar Screening. Also, Michelle Hulbert. She's a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. And Victoria Williams took a nice drive to Reno, Nevada today from Carson City. She's the managing broker at Coldwell Banker Select. Hope you're enjoying being on the show today, Victoria. Yes, I sure am. There's uh, so much information about Carson City to tell you about. We have um, resale homes and investment properties for people that are looking to get into the investment business. Mm -hmm. But we also have uh, new home subdivisions that are going up in Carson that are going to be uh, really interesting and really good products for people. So Daryl Carr and I were chatting just as we were in the break, and we were talking about his business, of course, at SunTech Solar Screening. Uh, so first of all, Daryl, let me ask you, do you do work in the Carson City area where Victoria is visiting us from today? Yes, we do Carson City. We've gone as, we go as far as Yarrington. We do Dayton, the Minden Gardnerville area, all these areas uh, that we, we service. We're on Channel 8 on Good Morning America, so that TV broadcast encompasses these areas, and mm-hmm. we pick up business from, from that area. I took a lovely drive to Yarrington just about a week ago, and I was looking at the homes in the distance, and I think I saw some of your screens. Yes, we've done, <laughs> yeah, we've done a few jobs out there. We yeah, have. Well, a lot of sun out there, not a lot of shade, so I would imagine that's an area where people could really use that. Well, sun, sun is so dis- destructive. I've seen, uh, I've gone into homes that have been sold, and I can tell on hardwood floors where the couch was mm-hmm. because the whole floor is gray. They've had to go through and pull the floor up, mm. but you could see where the couch was, you know, was the where the chair was. Yeah, yeah it's just t- it's totally destructive. So mm. you just um, you just need to to be able to uh, modify the heat coming mm. off off the glass windows. So typically, people are living in the home already when you're doing the work. Maybe they've been there for a while. They've experienced the heat. Uh, you were asking, in fact, during the break about how new construction kind of plays into the market. So go ahead. I think you were asking a question of Michelle Holbert about that. Yeah, I was was wondering what percentage of new construction is, is going on now compared to, I mean, do, I don't know if you have those figures or not, refis or existing homes right now. I mean, what because uh, I've been talking to experts like uh, you, you ladies that uh, uh, – Tesla is, you know, is here, and there's going to be. I've heard as many as fifty thousand people moving into the East Sparks area because of the demand. I've, I've told you about the uh, all the uh, warehousing that's going in right. uh, where I live. So I was just was wanting to know what what the market is doing as far as what what's really hot right now. Yeah, and I'll I'll answer part okay. of that, right. and then Victoria, I think, can probably okay. you know elaborate um, as far as. You know, what we're seeing from a business standpoint is 
most of my business is predominantly purchase of existing homes. That's not to say that there's not a great percentage of new builds in this area, because there are. Builders have been very cautious about getting back into the marketplace. You know, they they've really could have sold a lot more homes in the last couple of years than they than they actually did, because they were they, they were kind of tiptoeing back in because they got burned so bad. So now you have several builders that are really going full force. Um, that is helping alleviate some of the lack of inventory, but not all. You know, not everybody wants to live in the areas where the new home building is occurring. Maybe, you know, if somebody wants to live in the internal part of the city, that, that that's not, mm-hmm. you know, you're typically not going to get a new build. So um, from our business standpoint, rates are historically low still. So we're doing a lot of first-time home buyers and a lot of refinancing, of course, because people are taking advantage of the lower interest rates. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of a, a lender spin on mm-hmm. what we're seeing in mm-hmm. Victoria. I know you can probably add to that a little bit. Yes, we do have some new home development that's going on in Carson City right now. We have two very large developments and then individual builders that are doing one to ten lot um, little subdivisions. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have, first of all, to the very south end of Carson, we have the Schultz Ranch area is being developed. It's right on the border of Douglas County. And Lennar is going to be coming in and building 400 homes. Mm-hmm. And it's right where the the bypass is going to connect with Highway 50 going up to Lake Tahoe. And those homes are probably going to be in the three hundred dollars to $400,000 price range. And they're going to be releasing, their projection is to release 100 homes at a time. Mm-hmm. So you can see all the infrastructure has been going in, and um, they do a beautiful product, and so there's going to be great homes to choose from. They're going to have models that will be open. We also have the Lampa Ranch area, which is in the very center of Carson City, and they uh, are originally zoned to have one acre uh, parcels with homes on them, and they're, they've just gone before the uh, Planning Commission, and now they're going before the Board of Supervisors to have those one-acre parcels downsized to be able to do townhomes and 6,000-square-foot lots and some retail commercial in there. So it's going to be a great um, set of properties that are going to be available for people that are coming in because, again, the inventory for resale homes is very low. I like that idea, though, taking um, smaller lot sizes and maybe doing the townhouse idea, because frankly, I don't think we have enough of that, not only in Reno Sparks, but in Carson City. Um, That's true. Not everybody wants a one-acre parcel. That's true. And people that work a lot, such as myself, you know, I don't want to have to come home and maintain my yard and, you know, have have big plantings or pulling weeds that I have to do. I I spend Mm -hmm. a lot of time at work, and I like in my spare time to be able to do recreational things or or spend time with my grandchildren you don't want to have to take care of the chickens exactly (laughs) i know i I hate that it's it's nice now being a business and we're later on in life that i can hire people to do that now (laughs) (laughs) right so you're saying that this uh this housing development is going to be near the bypass 
toward Lake Tahoe. Is it highway near Highway 50 where Highway 50 is going to come in? It's uh, to the south end of town if yeah. you take Highway 395 mm-hmm. right towards the Douglas County border. Yeah. And then where Highway 50 goes up to Tahoe. Uh, so that with the bypass going to Carson City and the drive being faster, I could see where people might live there and commute to Reno even if they – Absolutely. Well, it's not really that far, and it's it's a much better traffic situation now. The new 580 mm-hmm. has made it really convenient. Mm-hmm. I come to Reno quite often for yeah. uh, manager meetings at mm-hmm. what I call our headquarters office, which is on uh, South Rock Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's very easy commute. It's yeah. it's really nice. I usually, like I said, come once or once or twice a week. I love, I love going to Carson City. It's like going to the Old West. And it reminds me of the Old West because when I was a little boy, I used to watch Bonanza. And there was always talk of Carson City and Virginia City and all the beautiful scenery. I understand that there's a train that goes from Carson City. It's a little tourist train. Can you tell us about that? There is. The V&T. Um, we've actually had it completed. Uh, it takes you from the east side of Carson City up into Virginia City. And it is a great ride. Really? You actually drive back into the Comstock area where the mining was done, mm-hmm. uh, the silver mines, and you, you see some of the ruins. Also, you always, always see when you take those rides the herds of wild horses mm-hmm. up in there. Mm-hmm. It is just a wonderful time for, for people who come to visit the area. It's a great thing for, for them to I've do. I've never been on that train. Have you been on it, Michelle? I so, have. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My kids were big train fans, and the muse- the little museum down there in Carson City is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. How about you, Darrell? Well, I was on it, but it only went to uh, Gold Hill. So now it goes from Virginia City through Gold Hill down into, down into Mount House. And yes. then it goes then it goes down towards three ninety five. To Flint Drive in to Carson Flint. City. Really. And then you go all the way up into Wow. It load does it load right the Chamber of Commerce right there on, on in Carson, Virginia City? Uh, on, no, Carson it doesn't City. no. That you're talking about the railroad museum. That's the museum. Okay. So that's a separate thing. And you can take a little train ride there mm-hmm. in the um vintage uh, okay. You know, train cars that they have. Okay. Now, this is the actual, the V&T actually goes up from the very east side of Carson, which is the Flint Drive area. Okay. So very close to Mount House and then on up to Virginia City. Oh, all right. Well, no wonder he didn't get me there. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I doing in town? <laughs> Come on, Peter, you need to get out more. <laughs> yeah, we, we were going uh, east on 50 and my wife said to me, she says, We've got to get the grandchild. We, he's got to take this train ride. He'll love it. I it's go. so fun. Yeah, that's it, it's great. I think we forget sometimes how much we really do have around us. And, you know, we just got to get out and explore every mm-hmm. once in a mm-hmm. while. We're talking with Victoria Williams. She's the managing broker at Coldwell Banker Select in Carson City, along with Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. And Daryl Carr is with us, too, from SunTech Solar Screening. I love talking about the capital city. One of the things I like about Carson City is that the politicos, the people that run our government, they're very accessible. When you live in northern Nevada, it's a lot easier to get a hold of them, meet them face-to-face, maybe bump into them at a restaurant, as opposed to, let's say, if you're in Sacramento or Phoenix or Denver, big, big cities, really hard to get connections. That's got to be a really cool thing for 
the real estate industry that when there are new issues that come up or new legislation that needs to be talked about, you're right there, right across the street. Absolutely. We see any of the protests when the Clive and Bundy situation was going on. Uh They actually rode their horses right down Carson (laughs) Street and stopped traffic. And the great thing was that our sheriff actually came and sent police cars to each side, and they just sat there and guarded them so they could sit there and have their silent nonviolent protest oh, which was great, great. so great. um it is it's very your politicians are very accessible you see them all around downtown mm-hmm. when the legislature's in session mm-hmm. um it's a great you know burst for the economy in mm-hmm. our area and that's one of the things that we tell people who are moving mm-hmm. to northern nevada is that we you actually can have a voice in terms of your uh, political wants and dreams and um so it's a very nice thing. You're a great in a great location to get involved with that and to talk about that because you're right across the street from the state capital of Nevada, Victoria Williams from Coldwell Banker Select. What is the address or a great contact number if anybody wants to reach you and talk more about real estate? Well, our office is located at 123 West 2nd Street, which again is directly across the street from the, the capital. Uh, our office phone number is 775-883-8500, and my own email address is victoria.williams at cb, like Coldwell Banker Select, re.com. Thank well, you very much, Peter. You bet, and Victoria will put all of your contact information on our website, too. That way it's easy to find you, and hopefully more and more people will be asking about these new developments going on in Carson City. We have more on Nevada Real Estate Radio, but we have to take a quick break. Please hang on after this message. This is Janice Lees, realtor at Keller Williams Group One Sparks. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he brings great and relative real estate information to local listeners. Thank you, Peter. SunTech Solar Screening is proud to offer innovative products, giving you control over your environment and increasing the comfort and value to any residential or commercial building. Call SunTech Solar Screening, 775-352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening, 775-352-9396. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Socotra Capital Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269, NMLS 331429, MLD 4075, company NMLS number 1142425. Socotra Capital, Nevada, Incorporated. This is Daryl Carr from SunTech Solar Screening. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because I am able to get the word out on SunTech Solar Screens. 
Peter Padilla is on the air. You're tuned in to 1060 AM Radio, the Lotus broadcast station in northern Nevada. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. It's been 11 years since we launched our radio show, and since then, every week we help people make great decisions when they're considering buying or selling real estate. It's different when you're on one side of the fence and looking across the way. It's so different. Is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? you really got to find out before you start pulling triggers. The best way to do that is to get the right information. I encourage you to visit our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. You'll see photos of our previous guests, and just by clicking on the photo, you'll get to listen to what they have to say about our topic of the day. Visit nevadarealestateradio.com. In the studio today, three guests with me, and we are talking about real estate and real estate for investors. Michelle Holbert is with us. She's a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. Also with us, Victoria Williams. She's the managing broker of Cobalt Banker Select in Carson City, Nevada. And also Daryl Carr. Daryl is with SunTech Solar Screening. He's helping people keep their homes cool. Daryl, you doing well today? I'm doing great. It's wonderful being here. That's uh, been informative for me, too, being a homeowner. Yes. I've uh, learned some things. And you were chatting a little bit about, was it refinance? Yes. I was considering refinancing my home, and I asked, if you refi, is there, is there like a time frame where you can or, you know, you can sell your home? Do you have to hold on to it for a year, or is there any kind of parameter? If you refinance now, there we don't have any stipulations that say you cannot sell that house within the next two months if that's what works for you. Um, typically, I would advise a client against that if they had even an inkling of selling because why would you want to pay the closing costs right, and then right. you know sell it subsequently? Mm-hmm. So that's a conversation we'd have, but absolutely there's no penalties, if you will, for for selling. There's along, no p- along that line, though, uh-huh. I'd like to know, Michelle, what about if it's a cash-out refinance and you decide you want to pull out twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 or more of your equity? Again, same question. Do you have to stay in, in the home a long time after you get a cash-out refinance? No, not at all. And, and Peter, I get asked this question a lot, not so much as far as the sale piece, mm-hmm. um, be- because most people would you know, probably not sell within just a couple of months of doing any type of refi. Mm-hmm. But if they did take cash out, um, no, they can sell at any time. A question comes up often, though, about how long do I have to occupy the home after I refinance? And whether it's, you know, um, ch- turning it into a rental property is is the basic question. It's an owner-occupied house now they refinance or they buy it and they want to know how long they have to live in it. Mm-hmm. Well, the rule of thumb in the lending industry is is usually a year. However, that is that's a rule that if somebody has, you know, if there's a reason, if there if there's a relocation, if there's definitely a a valid reason for moving on sooner than that, Typically, we as lenders don't have that issue. It has to make sense. Mm-hmm. So, what we really want to be careful of is: are they, you know, are they acquiring multiple properties, and you're showing that really they're just trying to do this to acquire homes? Then that rule of one year is typically what we want to see. But so that's when they get a primary mortgage uh, to purchase their primary residence, mm-hmm. and the reason is because it's a di- it, the terms are different. Right? Terms are different. It's mm-hmm. a different interest rate. Uh-huh. Your your rule of thumb is typically anywhere from three eighths to three quarters of a percent difference in interest rate 
from a primary home versus an investment property. Mm -hmm. And I give a little bit of a broad range there because FICO score and type of property has something to do with it as well, whether it's a one-unit or a three-unit property. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I know there are some differences when you move in from primary residence to investment property. And I remember there, there always have been some differences. It seems like five years ago, seven, eight years ago, the spread was so much bigger. The interest rate was so much different from primary residence to investment property. Now you're talking a fraction. It's yeah. amazing how close they are. Yeah, it's true. There's, you know, every once in a while, people have to be careful because you you want to do the right thing when you're buying a house. You want to truly purchase the property under the terms that you are going to use it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's fraud. So, you know, you have to really look at it. Is that three-eighths of a percent worth making an error in your judgment? Which is why I believe that there's a lot less fraud going on now than there was during the, well, let's say, proceeding to the mortgage meltdown. People that are getting mortgages, Michelle, I know they have to prove that they can pay the mortgage back. Absolutely. And they have to prove where they work and they have to prove where they have their money and that they have the money. And there's so many double checks and and, uh, verifications and disclosures. What do you think? Is there still mortgage fraud going on? There is, um, and usually it it is in the occupancy piece more so Mm. than anything. Mm -hmm. But mortgage fraud and the ability to repay, Mm -hmm. those are the ones, those are the the, the area of fraud that has really been curtailed because we are vetting the ability to repay. Mm -hmm. People have to qualify based on their paycheck, based on a certain FICO score, based on a certain down payment in some cases. But the fact that you're verifying their ability to pay that loan back, Mm -hmm. it makes all the difference in the world. I have a question for Michelle, if I might. Uh, I have a lot of people that are coming into our area that are millennials and that are looking to buy their first homes, and they don't have a lot of cash in the bank. So do you have any programs with any type of grant money or for first-time buyers that may be very inviting to them? We do. We have um, two of the state grant programs, the Nevada Rural and the the Nevada Housing Program. And under each umbrella, there are several opportunities for first-time home buyers. And actually, under the Nevada Housing, you don't have to be a first-time home buyer. There are income restrictions, but in my opinion, they're, they're pretty generous. And each program offers up to 4 or 5% in the form of a grant that does not have to be paid back, which is ideal for millennials. They can get into a home, in some cases, with very little out-of-pocket. Um, one nice thing, too, in your area, not necessarily in, in Carson City proper, but in some of your surrounding areas, we do a lot of USDA and that's a zero down program. It does have some additional restrictions on debt ratio and on income that are more restrictive than the grant programs. But nonetheless, great opportunity for somebody that maybe wants to be in Douglas County or um, Mount House or Dayton, any of those areas. So yeah, we've got some great options for people. Perfect, thank you. I had a question. Can you still sell a home as is? As is. Um, I sold a home years ago. Uh-huh. I know it depends upon the lender. I sold a home as is. I didn't. It was a rental. I had bought my primary residence, and there were some repairs that needed to be done to it, and I didn't want to do it. So I sold it as is. I, mean, I disclosed that. Sure. And 
There it is. You, okay. you, this and is I'm, what you get. And I'm going to say that will depend. That will depend on the, whether the borrower finances the home or not in mm. some cases. I mean, you can sell a cash deal all day long as mm-hmm, is. Right. If the buyer is obtaining financing, it would really depend on what the repair list was. If it was anything that was deemed um, you know, hazardous, that's going to be a problem. And regardless of whether it's an FHA, VA, or conventional, mm-hmm. the lender is most likely going to call for any health or safety violation. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's cosmetic and, you know, it's really not a big deal, we probably don't care. If the condition of the property is considered fair or poor, mm-hmm. we will care because that affects our ability to finance the, the home. Mm-hmm. So, I remember one deal that I worked on a few years back. The home needed new carpet, and the seller, prior to putting it for sale, ripped out all the carpet in the house. And then he said, you know, I'm just going to sell it. And he had a tough time selling it because there wasn't carpet in the house. Yeah, that still is an issue. You know, health and safety, maybe, probably, in a way, I don't know. Uh, it certainly didn't help the appearance, but he, the seller was so disappointed because the home was livable, and he was living in it and enjoying it with bare floors. But he had to get that carpet repaired or, or replaced in order to get the mortgage on it. That yeah. certainly would affect curb appeal. Right. Yeah. And uh, however, it is a seller's <coughs> market, so you do have sellers that have a little more <coughs> opportunity to do what they want because yeah. of the lack of homes mm-hmm. to select from for buyers. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if you're looking at a number of homes, are you going to pick the one that has no flooring or no carpet as opposed to the other ones that you're looking uh, at? He said he pulled it out because it was orange. <laughs> Probably a good thing. However, maybe he should have replaced it, too. <laughs> Probably should have replaced it. Always those circumstances. Those You wonder why people do certain things or don't do certain things. It must have been, it must have been really bad. <laughs> so I had another deal where the basement was finished on a home. It was a lovely home in Red Rock. Uh, but it didn't have any heat down there. All it had was a wood stove. And the type of loan that was being used at that time, I think he was going FHA, required that there be some heating uh, control in the basement. Rather than putting in new ducting and all sorts of stuff, they put in some electric heaters for a relatively low cost and were able to get it approved that way. Yeah. So I know that there's ways in the mortgage industry to help people that maybe need a little work on their house but can't put it together. Michelle, do you ever see deals like that where a, a repair needs to be done, like maybe carpet or maybe a, a heater in the basement, and the seller doesn't have the cash to pay for it, and the buyer can't he just can't do it because he doesn't own the home yet. What kind of creative ways are there to close a transaction? Like <laughs> it, it does happen often where – and I guess I shouldn't say often. It used to happen more often, mm-hmm. especially when we were dealing with sellers that were either in a short sale position or a, maybe a Fannie Mae-owned mm-hmm. loan, so mm-hmm. something that had been foreclosed upon, mm-hmm. because that's pretty tough. These agencies don't want anybody going into their houses and fixing things when the buyer, you know, when the buyer doesn't own it, mm-hmm. although they will, Fannie Mae will. I've got a couple of Fannie Mae REOs right now where there there's health and safety issues, mm-hmm. and it's funny they won't fix them until the lender calls for it, and at that time they will, especially mm-hmm. if it's a health and safety. Yeah. So things like that are usually not deal breakers. We can usually find a way around it. Mm-hmm. You know, small repair items. Um, 
it just depends. I mean, the, mm. the buy, we don't like to do escrow withholds, Peter, and I know you know what those are, but for those that don't, that is where we allow a transaction to close and there's money held back in escrow to pay for a repair item mm-hmm. that can't be done ahead of time. Mm-hmm. We are very selective about doing these mm-hmm. because there's a lot of potential for something going wrong and, you know, the people are already living in the house. Mm-hmm. So typically with something like that, it's going to be a weather-related item. Like there's two feet of snow on the roof. We mm-hmm. can't we can't fix the roof or mm-hmm. we can't even inspect the roof for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um but typically outside of that, lenders do not like to get involved in escrow withholds. So we try to find solutions up front to get the repair items complete. Are there some companies that will go ahead and do work on the basis of pay- being paid out of escrow once the deal closes? Yes, and they probably don't like to. They may try to take a deposit somehow, like get a credit card deposit. But I had one not so long ago where there was a pretty substantial well expense and nobody had the money to pay for it. So they the seller would when the house closed, mm-hmm. but not until that point. And the local company that did the pumps actually allowed that. They did a small deposit, they installed it, and they were paid through escrow. That did help save our deal. I'm sure that company checked out the buyer and the seller and the lender real well to make sure everything was solid before they made that commitment. But that's great that you have creative ways to make things happen in the mortgage business to help people close loans. So, Michelle, in case anybody wants to reach you at Caliber Home Loans, what's the best way? Best way to reach me is my cell phone, 775-742-3559, or my email at Michelle dot Hulbert at CaliberHomeLoans.com. Excellent. We're going to have more conversation with you and our other guests in the studio after this word. This is Victoria Williams, Managing Broker at Cobalt Banker Select, Carson City. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because it's important that people know what's going on in real estate in northern Nevada. So listen to him. Peter Padilla is a great radio host with a wealth of information. Before you know it, the hot days will be here again with temperatures scorching into the 90s and even the 100s. SunTech solar screens block 80 to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. And SunTech solar screening protects furnishings and flooring. Call SunTech Solar Screening, 775-352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening, 775-352-9396. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R. That's S-U-M-M-I-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot net forward slash L-C-A-R or call 
775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750, NMLS number 3199, and NMLS number 104257. And we are an equal housing lender. Summit Funding Incorporated is located at 5931 Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105, Sparks, Nevada, 89436. Hi, this is Steve Pitcher, real estate investor in Northern Nevada. I'm on Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Next week, right here on KFOY 1060 AM Radio. Tune in next week, Wednesday at 1 p.m. to learn about the relaxing, enjoyable, and convenient lifestyle you will find in Fernley, Nevada. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm having a good time today talking with industry experts about real estate and real estate for investors. Many times people buy homes and they don't realize exactly how the home operates. It might look great. It might feel great when you buy it, but you get into the hot summer months and things can change, like the heating bills are gone, but air conditioning bills are on your door. And many times those air conditioning bills can be a lot higher than what you might expect. One of the reasons could be that in addition to having a great view, you have a lot of glass on the side of your home and it faces south right toward the sun. Well, those are the cases where you need to talk to somebody who's an expert at reducing the glare of the sun and the heat coming into your home. Daryl Carr is with us from SunTech Solar Screen. Thank you, Peter. In this environment where we have a lot of cloudless days and a lot of sun, the UV coming into a typical window here in this area is about 240 BTUs. That's about 115 degrees every square foot on that pane of glass. Mm -hmm. What you want to do is put an exterior SunTech screen on. It becomes your screen. Your existing screens come off. They come on and off very easily. Mm -hmm. You want to put that on and it will absorb all the sun's BTUs into the screen. The screen will actually be warm. And you go on the inside of the house and put your hand up on the inside and it'll be tepid, it'll be cool. It's an immediate 10 degrees difference in that room. I mean, I I show people at the showroom, I hold our samples up in front Mm -hmm. of the sun, drop it down and people are amazed. In fact, I took three of our samples here when we had the eclipse and I was able to hold it up and I didn't three of them and right and hold it up against the sun and, and I didn't need sunglasses to see wow. the eclipse. And you could still see the actual, Oh, the outward yeah. visibility is fantastic but you can't see in. It's a privacy thing. Uh-huh. You can't see in during the day at all. It beads rain. Yeah. When it rains, you just can go up and knock the uh, the rain off and it falls on the ground, keeps your windows cleaner. Mm-hmm. It does take in pollen, dust, and dirt into the screen. There's some simple maintenance once a year. You just wash them down and you can put them back on or put them in your garage, whatever you want to do. They're, they're a fantastic product, and they come with a 10-year exclusive warranty. So we have a couple of samples that we're looking at here in the studio. Daryl, I noticed that the colors of the screens are different. And the colors of the frames, right. they can be different too, right? You right, to match your home, yes. You can. You have five different frame colors to uh-huh. pick from, almond, bronze, uh, white. Yeah. Uh, screen colors are beige, gray, black, brown, stucco to match a stucco home. Mm-hmm. They're very decorative, and uh, all my lady customers uh, love it when we put them on because it really dresses up your house. 
My office faces south and west, so not only do I get the intense sun to where it was absolutely miserable, um, but I get the intense weather on that side. So if it's going to rain, the rain's going to drive right into my you know right into my windows. These screens keep my office so cool and. I don't ever, my windows aren't dirty because they, they do keep the rain. They bead the rain on the outside and they look great. My landlord um, for my commercial building approved these right away and said no problem in, in installing these. And, and they're really picky. <laughs> yeah. so. I thought these were really expensive when I first saw them, Daryl, that, you know, it's like, well, how many people could afford these things? Because they look like they would cost thousands of dollars, quite frankly, to do a home. What what is the pricing like on these things? What what do people say? You know, if I was if I was a billionaire, I'd put them on your homes for free. That's how much <laughs> that's how much I b- believe in in you know home home comfort. Yeah. Um, a typical home uh, six screens can run you anywhere from uh, eight hundred to a thousand dollars. We take fifty percent down, fifty percent on uh, mm-hmm. on install. We that's also so worth it. Yeah, yeah. We have no in, on, no interest financing for twelve months. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, We'll work with you and take small payments. Um, they're very affordable, so it run you. It can run you anywhere from eight hundred, like I said, about eight hundred bucks on the on the low end to about twelve hundred on the high end. It depends upon where they are in the home, upstairs and downstairs. The, the samples are really well; they're built solid. And mm-hmm. They're not uh, they're not flimsy at all. And you know, so many things are made in China mm-hmm. nowadays. Uh, tell our listeners how these are put together. Well, they're made right here in Sparks in the good old USA. Um, it's all baked aluminum, seven sixteenths by one inch. Good, good, good spline material. Mm-hmm. Um, this also, this screen is also available in a pet screen, where I've seen uh, cats can't scratch it. I've seen small dogs bounce off it because we also put them in sliding screen doors mm-hmm. for people, and uh, because that is also a, a window that when it hits your sliding uh, sliding doors, so um, it's also pet proof, mm-hmm. and they're fire retardant. For one thing, and they're kid, they're kid proof. There's just so there's so many they they got a microband filter on them so they don't mildew or rust or rot on you. I have a question for you. Dale. Sure. Um, there are a lot of homes in Carson City that are historical homes, so the windows are not the newly manufactured beautiful mm-hmm. dual panes that you get in new home subdivisions. But sometimes they have old wood frames and things like that. Can these fit on those kinds of yes, windows? Yes, there's two applications. They, they can fit on your, it's a, like you call a four-inch fascia around the windows. If you look at your home, if it's a wood home, they attach with little clips, Phillips screws. They, they'll, you can take them off in 30 seconds. They're really easy. And then uh, we have a lot of, I know it's out in Spanish Springs, we have a lot of stucco homes now. Mm-hmm. And they attach on the inside, there's a hard plastic that goes around. And then we can attach, attach them with panhead screws. And they're easy to take off too. So, Well, I've been to your shop, and I see mm-hmm. you've got a great, set up there. It's very efficient, and I love that these screens are made in America. But the challenge is sometimes how quickly can it get done when the heat hits and people are melting in their living rooms because they have this intense heat coming in their windows. How long does it take to get a project done? Well, I encourage people to do it now. Get a free estimate from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we're probably, we can do it a week to 10 days. Summertime, we get two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I encourage people to be 
an early bird, and yeah. I have early birds right now getting – we're putting them on their house. I feel <laughs> we're out there in the rain putting these on, but they know it's going to be worth it oh, soon yeah. as, the, as soon as the sun comes out. So the, yeah. compared to you know, doing them in June. It's so. kind of like doing a roof. You want to do that roof before it rains. Mm-hmm. Same with the sunscreens. You want to get them done, get them up so that when that intense heat comes in – and you know, many times we go from – winter to summer just like that it could well happen again this year i'm encouraging people to consider the suntech solar screens to keep their homes cool daryl if somebody wants more information what is the best way uh, you can call me on my cell at 775-224-5093 or you can search us on the web at uh, solar screens of reno Dot com and we are just across the street on the corner of Rock and Greg from the mm-hmm. Baldini's gas station. All right. The main thing is that you get great service and great products from SunTech Solar Screen. We enjoy seeing your TV commercials as well. Thank you, Peter. Also like to thank Michelle Hulbert for being with us today. She's a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. I just want to remind our listeners that if you think that maybe you can't qualify for a loan because you've had a housing event, such as a foreclosure, a short sale, perhaps even a bankruptcy, we have several programs that are geared towards that type of buyer. The rates are absolutely going to be higher, but if you actually assess staying out of the market for the next couple of years, you know, a lot of people are they're wanting to pay the higher rate for a short period of time, and then when the, when they're out of that event, get mm-hmm. into a more traditional type of mortgage because they don't want to be left in the dust, if you will, with home prices. Thank you, Michelle. All right. Thanks, Peter. Also with us today, Victoria Williams, and she is the managing broker at Cobalt Banker Select in Carson City. Thank you so much, Peter. I enjoyed being here. I would like to invite people to consider uh, purchasing real estate in Carson City. We have such a diverse economy, and we have wonderful recreational opportunities for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our city is going through some beautification in the downtown area, and it is a great place to live. The average price range is approximately $253,000, so come take a look. I'd love to help you. Great values in a beautiful environment in Carson City. Hopefully you'll be coming back to visit with again sometime soon, Victoria. Thank you. I'd love to. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. If you have any questions for me, send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.